now. It's Enaviv water. I'm better than Santa. I give the gift of life. If you're looking for an amazing gift this season, try Enaviv water. Give your family pure water. Because currently what is in our tap water is pesticides, nitrates, lead, fluoride, hormones, aluminum, and all the other ides and aluminums. There's tons. There's over a thousand contaminants in our local water supply. At Enaviv Water, they will tailor the water filtration system to your needs. And if you mention my name, you will get half off a water filtration system. That's saving you over $700. Also, Enaviv Water is always giving out free water. Go down to their Pleasant Grove location and fill up your water tanks for free, even an RV size. Better yet... If you dress up as Cousin Eddie and stroll in with your RV, you'll get a bonus from me. Give any of you a call at 801-993-0080. That's 801-993-0080. Or go to their website at eneviv.com. That's E-N-E-V-I-V-E.com. And they can service anywhere in the United States. Camino Free is the way to be. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Becca Hayes Show. I'm your host, Becca Hayes. And with me today, another very special guest. And I'm so glad that she's here. Her name is Danielle. And Danielle is a light worker. She's a channeler, starseed, which I do want to get into that because a lot of people are like, what the fuck is a starseed? So, <laughs> and I'm still learning about starseeds. So I would love if you touch base on that. Um, a mom of two girls. Yep. Uh, you're an energy worker, energy healer, Akasha Records. Um, practitioner, yogi. I mean, you got like a whole list here, Danielle. I mean, sound healer, medicine woman, combo, hoppe ceremonies, and and the owner of Wild Wellness Retreats. Yes. So welcome, first of all. Welcome, Danielle. Thank, thank you. <laughs> Excited to be here. I know. So I'm like, yes, I love when other light workers come on the show because I think the world needs way more of this more of the knowledge that there's some other things out there than just what they see. Yeah. Yeah. We need to renormalize this. Yes. This is what the normal was for centuries, years ago, many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that it's where the world is heading now with, with a new awakening and, and the vibrations rising and where we're moving, but we do need to make this more, normal Mm -hmm. because right I and I feel like it's getting in that direction I feel like people are like I yeah I think it's the great awakening I think people are waking up and realizing oh my gosh like energy work like what is that let me let me test this out like I feel like more and more people are curious of it which makes me so happy yeah I, I totally agree um yeah at least people are more aware of the word so even if they have no clue what it is it's being talked about more energy work and intuitive healing light work and I think by talking about it and sharing our own personal stories is is what's going to help others remember their light inside and mm-hmm. then to also you know tap into their own gifts yeah and I, I love that you said remember I, yeah, it is a remembering. It is it's not a learning. Thing. It's not. It's, it's a remembering. We all have these gifts and this knowledge inside. 
it's just been buried due to, yeah, living in a 3D world first. Mm -hmm. Um, We completely forget who we are and where we come from. And then there's the programming and all of those, all of those things just completely, and we're really good at suppressing. (laughs) Yeah, we are too good. (laughs) Yeah. And so by remembering and, and even you have to do the the work with it, um, which isn't always easy, but by releasing and, and healing and doing the work, it can just continue to create your light to get bigger and shine and and remember all parts of you. Mm-hmm. And and which creates joy and happiness. Yeah. Like it's, it's I think it's so rewarding and I, I feel like you can totally back me up on this, but when you see the transformation of someone, you see that when they first came to you and then when they you know, when they go through their journey and then after, like, even you lose touch for months or a year and then you see them, they're like night and day. They're a different yeah. person for the better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, like, goosebumps when I hear you say that because there's multiple people who I can think of right off the bat that I met at the very beginning of their journey. And now when I see them, it's, yeah, you almost don't recognize them. I think the word I it almost feels like saying you just look so much lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is a good way. Well, they just, yeah. like, there's like a glow about there's them. A glow it's really and, interesting. And just that release. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like just lighter. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> and I, always. Yeah. Yes. And I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, I want to start off with though, a little bit of like an introduction for you. Like I want people to, to know who Danielle is. And I, and I, what, and I told you this before we got on the podcast and I meditated about it before you got here. And my big thing was like, she needs to talk about her journey at least. Like we need to get, definitely we need to cover that because it's so interesting to see someone that does all these things that you do. Like, where did you start? Like, how did you get into that? And like, what, what prompted you to start going down that road? Because I mean, it's a, it's a lonely road a lot of the times too. Yeah. Um, who am I? In my journey <laughs> What's your purpose, Danielle? <laughs> Why are you here? I mean, they're easy questions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think I'll start. I'll start with being a mom. Being a mom is my is my big role in this life. And I'm incredibly grateful for for my two girls. Um, it's one of those things where I look at them and without a doubt, I know that we are in this together. We chose to do this together. They help heal me and hold space for me um, in more ways than I can even begin to express. And my heart is so full when I, when I think about them. And um, yeah, I don't even, I, I so often feel like they're here to teach me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like kids do that a lot. Yeah. So being a mother is, is my big role. Um, in the beginning of my awakening, I guess, it's it started with just, um, and I don't, again, I just touched base about being a mom and how important that role is, but I also felt stuck for a very long time in that role. Um 
I was I was previously married and I just remember feeling like that's all I was not that it's not important I feel like that's very clear to, yeah. to say but I was a wife and a mom that's it someone asked me what I like to do and I could not answer that question and it really bothered me I completely lost touch of who I was and so I then began practicing yoga and that was incredibly healing for me. Um, it, there were some days I would just lay on the mat and cry. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was releasing, but that was kind of the beginning of, wow. of feeling my energy and releasing, um, but also stepping, beginning to step into my power of, you know, I mean, hot yoga is challenging. Mm-hmm. And... But, but knowing that you're are strong and capable, so that also helped build this, the mental and physical strength. Um, so yoga, practicing yoga really was, was very transformational for me. Um, and then I wanted to just understand the practices and, and where yoga came about. So I decided to get my YTT with no intention of teaching. Me talking in front of people? No way. <laughs> and look what you're doing like, right now. <laughs> there was no way I was talking in front of anyone, let alone like teaching a class. Yeah, or, yeah. No. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so it was just interesting. I I graduated and again had no intention of, of teaching. Um, but then I thought, well, maybe I can teach kids yoga. Kids yoga sounds fun. It's like safe. I can talk in, yeah, it's, it's safe. safe like, they're they're not going to judge me. I think I can talk in front of little kids. Which like, kids are the worst for judging? Sometimes <laughs> they, like they actually were a lot more harsh. <laughs> like a lot more. Your butt jiggles in that. Oh or, Like just kids are <sighs> brutally honest. They are. But, I mean, in a good way. We yeah. actually all as adults with maybe some sensor. We don't need to tell people if they're asses jiggle and a pair of pants but kids are very honest and so I I started um with creating a kids yoga class and it was really really fun I loved it I did that for about two and a half years um and in the middle of doing that the universe also just was like nope this is you're doing this um and just opportunities just came so effortlessly with teaching yoga and I think it was right off the bat that Sandy City actually um, asked me to be the head instructor for Sandy City Yoga in the Parks and that's not like just a normal little class of 20 people. The first time I walk and I'm like "Uh, uh, uh," there's like 80 people here. Oh my gosh. Because it's like, (laughs) I mean, it's unlimited because of the space. And so you can get big, big crowds in. Wow. And it was so incredible. It really helped me, um, again, continue to step into my power and find find my voice, which I think 90% of the people are walking around with their throat chakra closed. Mm -hmm. Um, I was definitely one of them not using my voice, not speaking my truth. Um, and that was, that that helped me clear some of it up. 
Um, and I loved it. I think practicing yoga outside is one of one of the healthiest things we can do with really connecting to Mother Earth. And I mean, we call it a sun salutation for a reason. We are honoring the sun. And so just being able to be outside um, and also the community aspect of it, I really fell in love with the community in teaching Sandy City Yoga in the Parks. Um, so that kind of, that was my yoga journey. Uh, what happened next? There was, I wanted more. Um, I, <laughs> that, it's like the gateway drug, right? It's like, <laughs> yoga start <laughs> It's like here, start here. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try a little bit and then boom, the doors yep. open. Yeah. Um and at this time I was I was still married to my ex. Um I had big dreams. I it's actually really cool because I had forgotten about this. Um like a day before I went on my very first yoga sailing retreat which started in the Dominican Republic and we sailed around the Turks and Caicos. Wow. I found a journal entry from when I was previously married um, six years prior. And I had was very specific about what I was manifesting, which was hosting yoga retreats around the world. And I even mentioned on a sailboat. And at that time, I had no idea if that was even something that anyone offered. I just got goosebumps like yeah. crazy. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I love this. Um, so we can go into the power of manifestation yes. later, but I can 1000% say I created the life that I am living. Um, and so can everyone else, but we'll go into all of that later. But this, this was just kind of the... These were aspirations and dreams that I wanted, but didn't know how to um, achieve at the time. And uh, I, I just, I don't want to say too much, but I think I also just felt, it was almost like I couldn't um, grow anymore in that space. Mm -hmm. um, I just was stuck. Yeah. And you were outgrowing it. You were I just kind of like, what do I do now? Yeah. And yeah. Um, the cat wants to get on the mic. <laughs> Dude, this cat is freaking rowdy. Lulu, what, what are you that? doing? I don't know. <laughs> she loves she's, drinks. And she's stuck in the cords. Oh right my now. gosh. Hang on one second. Let me get her out. Okay. Lulu. There she okay. This cat. You're like, yeah, leave her down. I'm like, you don't know what you're asking for, Danielle. Like, this is why I always lock her up. She causes havoc oh wherever gosh. she goes. Well, she's amazing. She, uh, okay. You say that now. You can it's drink like, some water. There you go, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think she has worms yet. So you're good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, anyway, so I just, I needed to... Yeah, I needed to find myself outside of that relationship. Um, mm -hmm. I met I met him when I was eighteen. We were together about oh, twelve. I don't remember exactly twelve to fourteen years. Um, he was all I had known. I didn't really know myself outside of you know being a young adult without being with him and. I needed to find out who I was outside of that. Um, and it took me way too long to be brave enough 
I think that's the right word um, to actually leave, you know, mm-hmm. make that choice because again, there's that, well, what, what am I going to do? I haven't worked. I teach yoga here and there. There's a lot of fear, be- a lot behind, of fear that. behind yeah. it, but mm-hmm. um, this was when I also realized the power of energy. I would wake up and just felt like an elephant was sitting on me. Um, my throat again started acting up like a lot of sore throats and this was all coming down to, okay, well, physically now what I know is true for me is starting to show up. You know, that weight on your chest when you know you're supposed to be doing something, but you're not following your intuition. It's something you can't deny and run from. Yeah. It's always with you and you're like, shit, how do I get rid of this? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I, yeah, one day I just woke up and I was, it was time. And that really changed me in a lot of ways. Um, It was a pretty rapid spiritual growth process after that. Um, Yeah, I feel like, at least from my experience and from hearing what you're saying right now and from others I've talked to, I almost feel like when you go down that spiritual path, it goes fast. Yeah, if you're ready and prepared it's and weird. willing to do the work, yeah. it, it can go very fast. But then people also need to remember there's always constant layers. It's almost <laughs> like this never-ending like <laughs> layers that we have to peel back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when you're open, it, it definitely goes fast in the beginning. I yeah. think that it's like your higher self is like, woohoo, like, <laughs> I'm yes, free. we're free, like we're doing this. <laughs> so, it, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It's just, I imagine like when you were speaking, I imagine because I can, re- I relate to the story so much because I was, you know, went through the, like after my divorce, like it didn't go as fast as you. Like I did the whole like party, like crazy with alcohol and all that fun stuff and you know, kind of lost myself for a while. And I feel like for some, you have to really lose yourself to find yourself, you know? And, but I admit, I imagined you like just kind of in a box and then just growing, growing, growing. And then the seams are still together, but you're busting out of the seams and all of a sudden, like it just breaks open. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was how it felt. Um, and so, yeah, I, let me think from what happened next. Um, I sat with a few different medicines that really helped and, and helped clear some energy and, and gave me some clarity. Um, I, Cambo, when I sat with Cambo, Cambo was a funny one because, you know, I purged and I, I felt all the physical um, that you feel when you sit with Cambo. But mm-hmm. I was like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like. I don't really get what that was. And it was about a month later that I was sitting in meditation and the Cambo, he he came to me, his Cambo spirit came to me and was just very like, this is what he really reminded me of my power and almost was like, put this effort in. I'll meet you halfway and the entire universe is behind you. Wow, I guess once again. And, <laughs> and it was 
very Im- impactful in my life because from that moment, that was when I created both of my websites. I became a lot more clear on um, what I want to do. Cambo also showed me serving hoppe and playing sound balls. And I was I like, I love hoppe so much. I was, but the funny thing, I had only sat with it one time. This is how I was. And I was like, wait, how can I? It was, but it was such a clear message. Mm-hmm. And, and I almost had like this argument with Cambo, like, but I'm just waiting on the perfect space. Like, I know I want to do this, but I'm just waiting on, on the perfect space. And then he was like, you have the space. Doing it out of your home makes people feel safe mm-hmm. and secure. You have the space. Like, again, it was me holding my own self back. When we realize that we are the only people holding ourselves back, <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple, but it's so easy to blame everyone else. Oh, so easy. Um, and and again, it's coming back to that fear of, you know, whatever the fear is, I'm not enough or it's not perfect mm-hmm. or I don't know exactly what I'm doing. When we stop leading our life in fear and more from our heart space, that's when a lot of opportunities and, and for growth and and for what we are calling into our life will will appear. When I first sat with Hoppe, it was actually right before my combo. So oh, okay. everybody. Yeah. So I, that's when I first experienced, but kind of my ner- my nerves were all over the place because I had heard, you know, combo's pretty aggressive. But I, I'm kind of the person that just always jumps in with two feet without researching mm-hmm. anything, thank goodness. Because <laughs> I don't know if I would have done it. <laughs> but I, that was the first time I sat with it. And then I got introduced to it, reintroduced to it again, probably about a month or two later um, when I did a journey, a plant medicine journey, and she, you know the facilitator was offering it to everybody, and I said no, mm. I don't want it. And I, I first, I don't know, I just did. Everybody else did it, and then I felt left out. <laughs> but I, I decided to want to do it. And then I, and I can't remember the next time I sat with it. It might have been even at one of your sound baths. I can't remember, but all of a sudden it just clicked with me. So I feel like there's a timing too when yeah. the medicine calls for you and you just know when you're supposed to work with it and, yeah. and incorporate it in your life. And now I'm like, hoppe twice a day. Like, I don't know if that's too much, but I'm like, hoppe, yeah, let's do this. Like, I love to do it before my meditations. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Hoppe is a very, very powerful medicine. Um, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. I'm very grateful for it. And yeah, after sitting with Cambo the first time. Okay. And so then I was like, okay, well, now I kind of really see these benefits of Cambo because it really just reminded me of my power and what I was capable of and gave me like such clear vision of my life path and what I could create. So um, I sat with Cambo a lot <laughs> quite quite a bit how I have, many how many warrior marks do you have now i think i have um 33 that's a good number that is a good number i love that number that's yeah, a good number and yeah and again i just i wanted to learn more so i um went and and sat and became initiated to serve Cambo. And that's been a huge, huge blessing to be able to hold that space and to serve this, this medicine. Um, yeah. When I'm talking about the warrior marks, it's the actual like little gates. 
some people use non-scented incense sticks. I like to go on hikes and walks and ask what sticks want to come and help me serve. <laughs> I love that. And so they're pretty small. Like if you imagine the size of an incense stick, that's the, like the size that I usually try to find. Um, and what we do is we burn the top layer of your skin and then apply the, the secretion. And so it just usually leaves like a little um, perfectly round scar. Yeah, which I love. I do too. I'm it, very proud of my warrior marks. Me too. I'm like, I don't want these ever to go away. Yeah. Like I, I look down at them. It's a constant reminder of you can do hard things yeah. and your growth, which I love. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, Cambo has, has helped me a lot um, in many different ways. Mm -hmm. So I can I, keep talking about Cambo well, forever, but I, we can, yeah, I can let well, you guide and tell me where you want to Well, I next. also, what came to mind when you're on, you're on the Cambo subject and you can tell Cambo where to go in your body. Like you can actually ask it, can you please go here to help me, you know, heal this in my body? Or yeah. So have you ever, like, is there any profound moments that you remember where you've told Cambo to go somewhere or you just in, totally embrace everything? So I've, I've learned with medicine, it's better for me to just trust, let go and surrender and mm -hmm. just allow the medicine to heal and, and do what it needs to do. That's generally my intention. Um, but with any, you know, with any ceremony, any medicine, setting a clear intention is very, very, very important. Yes. Um, Cambo in particular will go wherever it needs to go. So yeah. for me, um, if there's a specific, you know, place in your body that you're wanting to release, whether it's physical pain or stored trauma, we can place the gates there with to, to just remind you of your intention, but um, the Cambo medicine will go where, where it needs mm -hmm. to go. I love that. Yeah. So you got into being a Cambo practitioner and then what other doors did that open? <laughs> Cause I know it opened a bunch. <laughs> it's opened. It's definitely opened um, a lot of doors just because it's helped me release and process so much of my own trauma and and just helped me, yeah, again, like I'm just going to talk about that light that, that everyone has inside, but Cambo helped me f find my light. And um, so when I, when I talk about yeah, doors, it's more just like the healing process that it has helped me, me and in my own journey. Um, what, what then I... I think the next big thing that opened up for me was people kept asking me, like, what planet am I from? Yes. And <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> I totally believe that there's life out there. I mean, mm -hmm. there has to be. That would be very ignorant of me to think that this is the only planet that harnesses life. But I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like, I don't like earth I guess like what do you mean what planet am I from <laughs> I've heard about past lives and I I've been very curious about it but again I just assumed it would show me multiple lives that I've had on on planet earth so after being asked this 
probably 10 plus times I thought, okay, this, this is a sign. Like I need to dive, dive deeper into this. And, um, so I, I did a past life, um, meditation and that really changed a lot for me. Um, I'll start backtracking a little bit. So when I was six, um, we lived in Ohio. And it's interesting because I always thought Ohio was such like a negative place and I never wanted to go there again, but it was all perception. I didn't know how as a six-year-old, when you have these experiences, um, and if you don't have the support as a child to share your experience, it can feel confusing and maybe even scary even if it's not a scary experience Mm -hmm. um but I was six years old at the time and I had the same dream every night for a year and I would be playing we had a, a white house and a red barn in the back and it was a big property lots of grass and then just a I don't know if you've been back east, but it's, lots of trees. Yeah, it's beautiful. And then just a field of, of really um, thick forest. And so I would, in my dream, I would run out the backyard. I was barefoot. I would, I can still like fill the grass and the blue sky. And I would run to this certain part of the house or the side of the house. And three spaceships came down. Interesting. And I would go to touch the outside, and then I would wake up. Wow. And you had this for a year. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I remember expressing to my mom, like, I just don't want to have that dream again. Because it was every single night, and it felt very confusing. Um, and I was never, it wasn't like a bad dream or a nightmare. There, It wasn't a fear. It was more just like this confusion of... I don't want to have it again. Like, why do I keep having this dream? Yeah, I'm not getting that. I have no clue why. And so it just keeps happening like that. I mean, that's fear in, its, in itself is yeah. the confusion. Yeah. Um, so I had remembered that very clearly my entire, my entire life. But again, just didn't know what to make of it. And so um, I now back to past lives. Um <laughs> I had my first, I was guided um, into, into meditation, and my first memory was I was in ancient, ancient Egypt, and it was, it was really crazy for me to not only visually see it, but to feel everything in my body. Mm. I wasn't expecting to feel all of the emotions um, or sometimes even the pain that we had in that life. Um, So I was surprised for that. Uh, So that first life, I won't go into all the details, but um, it was it was really powerful. And then my second life, I. It was so incredible, but I I almost couldn't even put it into words because 
I'm running and again, I'm barefoot, I'm barefoot in all my past lives, which is just so perfect for me. I was like, that is so you. You're <laughs> s- like, I, I, I literally hate shoes. If I have well, to wear and clothes, shoes, I'm like, oh. yeah. I come over. shoes and clothes. I'm like, you're like, you're lucky I put clothes on for you today. It's like, they stand yell. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I love, I had to giggle at all my past lives being barefoot, but, um, this one I'm, I'm running really fast and all of a sudden I, I stop and I observe my surroundings and I'm like, everything is more purple and pink and white. I think if we were to describe earth, it would be more like, you know, blues and greens. Mm-hmm. And this was a very different vibration and a very different um, color, yeah. like just very... Yeah, purples and pinks and white. And and then I looked at my hand and my skin was sparkly. Oh, okay. And <laughs> almost translucent, but not very white. Um, and I was very beautiful. I, I just remember feeling very beautiful in this body. Um and I lived in, in the forest, and I had a very strong connection with this tree. Um, we could communicate very, very easily together, um, subconsciously. She provided a lot of wisdom and, and love and light, and I could, I just remember laying under under her and just breathing with her energy. Um, she's the most beautiful tree I've ever seen in, in my life and any that I've remembered in any life and, and mm-hmm. definitely one that I can't even begin to describe how she looked and the way that she made me feel. Um, it was a beautiful connection. I, I spent my entire life with this with this tree. Um, and what's been beautiful about that is she comes through for me every ceremony. I'm She's taught me um, light language and light work. So when I'm able to hold space, I feel her coming through and she's helping guide me. Um, and I think even just me placing my hand on someone's back or head if they're having a hard time with whatever, mm-hmm. you know, maybe in Cambo, they can feel her light oh, I channeling love it. through me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been very grateful for her, really. It's yeah. I love trees. I'm like, <laughs> you're speaking my language right now. So like you're bringing up trees. I've had so many visions of a particular tree. Mm. And so like when you're talking about, I'm like, okay, here it is again. Yeah. <laughs> just, the synchronicities are just amazing. They, they never cease to amaze me. I, I love that. I love that you're able to be so confident in that knowing. I think that's a big key is really stepping into your knowing. Totally. Because we all have intuition. Mm-hmm. We all have the ability to communicate very clearly with our higher self and with our guides, but it's trusting. It's all just about trusting. And then that knowing of, well, this, this is my truth. 
But too often we let our ego mind get in the way and we aren't listening to our intuition, Mm -hmm. which again goes back to living in fear versus leading with your heart. Our intuition is always going to be speaking from our heart. I always tell people, I'm like, feel it first and then you can connect in with your mind. Yeah. Because, I mean, the two coexist and it's to learn to be able to use that for the higher good, right? It's like, I feel it first let me connect it to my mind. And then that's like a confirmation for me. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. I mean, I have a few questions for you. (laughs) I'm just trying to, trying to figure out what, what's the best time to ask you, but how, how do you, cause I know that you've done, I mean, your journey is just absolutely amazing and you're still on it. Like we're still, it's, there's never a finish line. I believe, I believe it's just enjoying the journey and don't worry about the finish. But how do you, knowing what you know and having these very profound visions and dreams and these these connections and your knowing, how do you live in this world? Because I know so many people are like, especially when they do a lot of plant medicine journeys, they don't know how to come back and live in this world. Mm. Well, thank you for bringing, I'm first going to comment on the plant medicine journey. So it's, it's something that I actually think needs to be talked about because I think too many people are craving a change. They know that they need something different. So they hear about these plant medicines and they jump into it too quick. Maybe it's not the right space. You have to be very cautious of space holders. Yes. Very cautious. That's the number one thing. It has to be a safe space. And if if you're not able to get the proper integration and understanding of your journey, you've actually done more harm than good. Mm-hmm. Um having these profound experiences are fantastic, but if you don't know how to integrate and bring that back into your life here, because this is where you're at now. Yep. Then yeah, you've, you've done more harm than, than good. So integrating and making sure you are in a safe space is so, so, so crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not something to take lightly. That's, I'm glad that you said that because a lot of people, at least that I've talked to and, and they've talked about other plant medicines that they either party with or they do this. And, I, and it, it gives me like, I, it's hard because I can't imagine doing that with those plant medicines because yeah. of the time. If I, if I do go on a journey or go somewhere and, you know, get it facilitated, it's very, it has to be very sacred. It has to be blessed almost. Mm-hmm. And it has to be, um, it not disrespected. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, like you said, it can do more harm than good when it's used in not a safe place and not with the correct people and held. Yeah. With that sacredness, um, and honoring these medicines and these spirits. It's yeah. Um, so that's my, my opinion on that because I think that I see it way too often especially and me too. In, yeah. I feel like in, in Utah where it's coming up a lot mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah so just be very aware of what your intention is and who you're sitting with and are you able to integrate properly mm-hmm. because just because you sat and you had this experience you're not healed you're not yep. that, that's not doing the work well, I, I remember talking to a girl how she was talk she had done, I think she went to Peru or somewhere and did this, I, I think it was an ayahuasca experience. Mm-hmm. 
And she said it was it was really profound and beautiful. This is exactly what you you just said, Danielle. She's like, it was just gorgeous. But then it's like, okay, here you go. You go yeah. off and, and figure out life now. Yeah. And she goes, I'm more lost than I was when I before I started. And yeah. I was lost then. And I, my heart just broke for her. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. So you can have these experiences and, you know, grandmother is very wise and she will help you release, but then also show you, show you a lot. Um, okay. So I think with that, I'll just go into like, how do I live on this world now with this connection? Um, I, I think we should start looking at life as a ceremony. Life is a ceremony. Life is so beautiful. Every single day can be filled with so much magic, so much inspiration. Um, first, people are just way too quick, like never slowing down. No one's present. No one is able to actually just be. <laughs> yeah. So if we can learn to slow down, um, that's a that's a very simple first thing. Like just slow down. So true. Slow down. Um, for me, once I remembered all of my gifts and this um, ability to channel and have direct access to my star family, um, to seeing spirits, um, at first it felt very overwhelming. Like they were, it was again, like this, like excitement, like, yay, <laughs> like not only my higher self, but all of them just like, yeah. okay, like boom, 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 messages nonstop. Now we like, get, she's awake now. Now we can just bombard yeah, bombar her. And that's how it felt. Yes. And which, and I also, at that time, it was so exciting. I felt like this like student and I just wanted to know everything because now I realized I can, like, mm -hmm. I can, I can understand and know these, you know, whatever questions I have. And I, I can travel through the universe and, and see these things that are incredible and, and have this experience and these feelings just by sitting in meditation. Like, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I felt so excited, which is also not a totally uh, safe way to go about it because I forgot how wonderful it was to also be human. Mm -hmm. Um, I stopped again doing all of, it's like I almost lost myself again. Mm. I stopped doing the little things that I loved yoga, dancing to Tupac in my kitchen, like little things <laughs> yeah. that as a human, mm -hmm. I enjoyed. It was almost like I only could listen to ceremonial music. Okay. I only, but it's like, I'm totally no. there. Yeah. It's so hard for me to transition. It really is. And but so, you know what? Being humans amazing. Like some of these ETs, extraterrestrials, they, they don't even, they're like, what is it like to be human? Like tasting food, sex, smelling like those little things that we can enjoy mm -hmm. like enjoy that enjoy all of what it is to be human which includes all of the emotions and all of the sensations um 
Yeah. I love that you brought that up because that is something that I've been struggling with is getting out of this because I really don't want to listen to any other music because I'm like, I love, I'm so drawn to that frequency and that, that beauty of it. But then just like what you said, there's beauty in being human too. And so I love that you brought that up. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of, um, my inner child healing. And so for me, it's like, okay, well, what did I like to do when I was a little girl? Like, yes. What did I like to do? Because that's where we can also do a lot of healing and, um, be more playful in our human bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because there, there for sure is a balance, but it's learning what works for you. And so, I, I got to a space where, I again just felt stuck because I lost myself in my spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. That I had a hard time being on Earth. Mm-hmm which again is not not good. So I was never, I felt like I wasn't able to even be present anymore with the human I was in front of. Um, it was, and it was a lot for my body. I, I think, so finding that balance. So then, then I got to a space where it was like, okay, I need to set boundaries for my physical body. Oh, this is brilliant. So... Um, and it's going to be different for everyone, but for me, it was visualizing, well, it was almost like we came up with, when I say we, I'm talking about my, my star family and my guides. And it was like this contract. I will meditate every single day. That is your time to communicate with me. If there's a really strong message that needs to come through, I will, you know, that's, I'm always open for that. But otherwise, any messages, you can wait till I'm meditating. That's, that's I love that. I just want to do laundry right now. <laughs> or like, like, I just want to feel like human right now. I don't, I don't need to be like folding clothes. And ha- like, I just want to like. <laughs> this is hitting home so much for me right now. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, and, and they respect that yeah. and, and it's really, but you have to learn um, what works for you to close your channel because I think that that's what else. It can also be a bad thing having your crown shocker wide open yeah. all the time. Um, so it's just a balance of what mm-hmm. works for you and what works for you with closing your, you have to know also how to close your channel and open your channel um, and move energy. Like there's so many key parts to, yeah, waking up, um, and being in tune to yourself and in source and your spirit guides, but then also knowing how to ground out all of that energy and, and just be in mm-hmm. your body. Yeah. That's, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I, I do feel like especially people that really go into it that really like kind of feel that it's their calling to really do these this work it's hard it's how do I find that balance of coming back in and and enjoying that that crazy music that I used to love you know and and because it's like I don't even have a playlist of any other music now it's so hard for me to go back to 
you know, and it, going down the road of like, I just can't stand stars now. <laughs> like Hollywood makes me yeah. sick. Yeah. Just with everything coming out too. And so it's hard for me to listen to the artists that I used to love mm. because I know who they really are. So I, I fight with that too. It's not just the, you know, the balance thing. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's tough. I think, um, let me think if this analogy is going to work or not. Um, okay. You've been working outside. It's hot. It's a summer like day. You're sweaty and you're married. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> to go back to your that. spouse okay. is so irritating you about wanting you to be more healthy. Okay. Okay. You open the fridge after coming outside and you see a cold beer or you see a fresh pressed juice. Kombucha. Okay. Kombucha. Yeah. Sure. Mm. <laughs> and you actually want the beer. But the beer is a lower vibration. No matter what, beer is going to be a lower vibration mm -hmm. versus a kombucha. Mm -hmm. But then you look at the kombucha, and you actually don't want the kombucha right now. Even though, yeah, it's higher vibration, you you prefer the beer right now. But you drink the kombucha. But while you're drinking it, you're actually resenting <gasps> your spouse because you only drink it. Because you know if they walk in, they're going to give you more shit that you chose a beer versus a kombucha. Mm -hmm. So you drink this kombucha out of resentment, mm. not actually wanting, you know, giving yourself, yourself what you want. Yes. So it did more harm than if you drank the beer. Because what was your intention behind it? You oh. weren't following your heart. Danielle, you were brilliant right now. Like, like I just, I'm like eating this shit right up. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You're right. So it's okay to, okay, I, I'm going to choose this beer. I'm just going to have one. It's a lower vibration. Okay, but but that's okay. My intention is I deserve it. I've been working outside, and I'm just going to have one. I can treat myself. So what is your intention behind everything you do? That's all you ever need to ask yourself. So if you want to just like you know, shake your ass and, and listen to a rap song, that's fine because that's like you're just, you're, you know. You're having fun. You're having fun. You're doing it for no mm -hmm. one but yourself. I drank alcohol, though. It was for different reasons. It was more of like forgetting myself and like it was yeah. more of an addiction. And now it's it's even hard for me even craving to crave alcohol. I really don't. And it gives me really bad headaches. And so I'm like, kind of, why am I doing this to myself? Because I, I know the outcome. Like yeah. if I have two yeah. strong drinks, let's say vodka, I have a, a splitting headache. It just doesn't sit well with my body. Like I just know it's not, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't drink either. Yeah, so, so. But <laughs> that was just like, like I'm trying to like think yeah. of an analogy no, of like. That was perfect <laughs> because the other night I went out to Sundance, which I haven't been going out either. Mm -hmm. I literally been getting stuck in my bubble and I haven't been like going out and, and enjoying, you know, the music and laughter and stuff like that. And finally, you know, I went out the other night. This has been a long time since I've really gone out. And I went to Sundance, the cute little bar with the live music and, yeah. you know, love it, the Al bar. And I had a beer and I just had, I just had one or two beers and I just sat there and just kind of sit on and I enjoyed it. Good. You know, yeah. and that's so I'm so glad that you brought that up because I'm like, I don't like hard alcohol anymore. I know I don't like that. I'm not the biggest, biggest fan of wine anymore.
But I'm like, maybe I'll, I'll start to adapting beer because I never was a beer drinker. Yeah. But for some reason, I feel like here, here's my... <laughs> the way my mind works. I'm like, you know what? Beer's pretty natural, you know? Like it's <laughs> <laughs> So I don't mind it and I still feel like I'm just kind of letting loose a little bit when I have one and now like I don't mind a beer or two. Yeah. So but I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, I will say um when you do start opening up your channel and you will start being a lot more aware of energy and places um and groups mm -hmm. so it is a very um it's a good idea to just again like ask yourself like okay is this is this a good thing for me to go to and be around and then learning how to also protect not only like your physical body, but your, your energetic body, your mm -hmm. spiritual body, when you go into um, these high populated <laughs> places, because I normally get a little scared of those too. I did, and it's, <laughs> it's so funny, Danielle, because I never used to be that way. I was literally like, yeah. I was the partier, like, let's go out, let's like out on the town. I mean, I'm a tourist, so I'm like the minute like 11 o'clock or midnight hits, I want to go home. But it's my friends are always like, you're like freaking Cinderella. Like all of a sudden it just clicks and I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. It's so weird with me. This has been a hard thing. And I know that I'm, I should do this. Like the human, like what you're describing, like the human body, the human part of me wants to do that. And yeah. I just hadn't felt, and I felt like that was right. I was with the right people. Yeah. So I felt like it was safe. Like me, I'm all like, it, does it feel safe to me? Totally. And that's what everyone just needs to ask themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, why am I doing this? Do yeah. I want to? Does it feel safe? Okay. But then knowing how to protect your energy, especially when you do start, like I said, opening up your channel. Because if you're more open, you're going to be taking on people's energy, oh, yeah. whether you want to or not. I literally visualize a bubble, like a white yeah. light bubble yeah. around me. Same. In my house. Before it's like, I, oh, it's me, me too. Around myself. <laughs> like, okay, I expanded around my house. My okay. animals, my kids. Literally yeah. everybody's bubbled before the end of the night. <laughs> totally. <laughs> if people could like probably see what goes on in our minds and how we visualize things. I know. Could you imagine? That would be the best story or movie. It would be. <laughs> It'd be so fucking yeah. bizarre. I'd love it. I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit. I So you had offered me a Akasha Records reading. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Well, we never finished my last past life. Oh, well, finish, please. Okay. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Because it will type everything together. Really? Okay, go. So, <laughs> um, and the last one I talked about with the, the sparkly and the purple and pink, uh, that was on the planet Sirius. So if that oh, okay. connects to anyone, well, just sit with that and yeah, you can, you can message me. But, um, yeah. Syrian people. You maybe have heard of the Syrians. I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the last past life, I'm back in my dream as a six year old. Oh my and I'm gosh. like, holy shit. <laughs> that wasn't a dream. That wasn't a dream. Oh my God. I'm getting goosebumps like crazy right now. Okay. And this time I was able to go a little bit deeper. Whereas in my dream, I only remember touching the outside. Now I'm on the inside of the spaceship. Oh my gosh. You made it inside. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat right now. <laughs> and that was, they, 
they weren't quite ready to tell me who they were. Again, it was not scary. Um, there was a lot of love and that was the beginning of reconnecting with my star family. Um, so that was my last remembrance in, in that session. And so do you think that was your last prior past life? No. Okay. Go on. That, so that <laughs> happened in this life. Okay. Oh, when that was me when I was six. Okay. So it wasn't a dream. It wasn't okay. a dream. Wow. It, it happened in this life. Wow. Um, and by that knowledge that, okay, it wasn't a dream, this actually happened, it then opened up, and then plus that the previous past life memory of, of being on another planet and actually experiencing my, my body in, on another planet and what it, what it felt like and just that energy, I think all of those combined helped me tap into that. And so with a few different, a lot of meditation, um, I reconnected with, with this particular uh, group who came to visit me when I was six. And um, they told me, they just kept saying, we are your people. We are your people. We are your people. Just repeating that over and over. And they, um, they're called the Arcturians. And it's just been incredible. Wow. It's been absolutely an incredible journey. And I think we should save more of the details for another. Oh, we're, yeah, you're, but, you're coming back at here for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. When you say star seed, can you expand on that? Like, what is a star seed? Yeah. So um, there's a lot of star seeds, a lot of star seeds on this planet. So we are um, souls who chose to come onto the earth and a lot of light workers, energy healers, um, are star seeds. So what it, what it means is you are coming directly from most of the, the planets are, you're either from the planet Sirius, uh, Pleiades, or um, Arcturians. So those are the three main planets. And so if you're a star seed, basically like me saying, they reminded me that they are my people. Mm -hmm. So remembering what part of the stars you came from. Oh, okay. And we all like as a whole, is it just certain people or is it like everybody is, I don't know how to describe this. Like they all have their own planets or. Um, so you just, you kind of said three planets. Is that just for star seeds? Those are the main in this solar system. Like okay. in our reachable, mm -hmm. like solar system. Okay. Um, there's a lot of different universes and solar systems, but those, so if you are a star seed here on earth right now, you most likely came from one of those three planets. Okay. Like how would I, so this is something that I've keep getting, like I'm hearing about, okay. And I haven't really researched star seed, 
but I keep hearing about it. So I feel like there's something there. Like what I, I'm curious of it. And yeah. This is, this is me. This is why I have a podcast of my curiosity. Cause I love talking about things that I'm curious about. So how would one like, would you just say one to meditate about it and to see, Yeah, you could. Meditate. how would you know? We could do another, um, past life reading. Mm -hmm. Um, but you'll, you, I mean, yeah, if, if you feel a connection with a planet or with a race, um, I'm all like native American and Amazon, Amazons. Like that's, that's always been the ones that come up for me. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if it goes any like further into like star seeds and stuff, but I just know, um, very jungle tribal. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like a, in animals. So yeah, you could have spent a lot of your past life. Well, you know, you spent, I mean, I don't know if you want to share your experience. Oh yeah, I'm going you. to, I'm going to get into it yeah. in a minute, but. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of star seeds. Um, but there's, if, you know, if, if one of the, you don't. Not everyone is, is a star seed either, but it it's just connecting with a planet. Okay, so and your star family. Okay, that makes sense. Because yeah. people are like, I'm a star seed. I'm like, I have no clue what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's how I was. Yeah, that's. But for me, then it was like, oh, okay, because they were so. It was such a familiar feeling when I connected with them again, it was a knowing, it was just this knowing mm -hmm. and yeah. And so that's why it's so every truth inside of my being can say, yeah, I, I am in a star seed from, and, and, and I am Arcturian. That is where my soul first originated. I bet you really love that movie. What's that movie with the blue people? Avatar. Yeah, Avatar. Right? Like, I, for some reason when I watch it, I'm just like, I don't know what it is. My vibration raises like through totally. the roof. It's but so how cool. how long ago did Avatar come out? So long ago. Yeah. And I would not be surprised. I mean, I can almost guarantee that that, I don't know, did who the, James Cameron write it? I have no clue it who it did, but it. it came from somewhere. That's what yeah, I yeah. always say. Because you... Okay, even the tree, the mother tree, that is what I, that's the best way for me to even describe the tree that I fell. That's like the tree of life. Serious. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I connect to. I love it. And yeah, I mean, avatars, a, yeah. She's like, hey, what are we watching tonight, guy? Avatar. Well, that's the fifth time in a row today, mom. <laughs> you need to know where you came from. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you need to know your, your people there's, so there's a difference. There's a difference between past life regression and then also the Akashi records, correct? Yeah. Or is yes it kind of no. like, it's pretty, okay. it's pretty intertwined. Um, so past life, a lot of times are, if you go to like a, a past life, um, hypnosis, it's going to be more on planet earth. Okay. Um, and just, you know, remembering for whatever reason it is that you need to remember. I always bless the space and, and ask your higher self to step forward with memories that are just going to help um, better serve you right now in your life. So whether that's, you know, to give you some clarity on, on 
your purpose in past lives or to help um, move some stuck energy and, and pain that you may have picked up on in a previous life that is, is still with you. Um, Akashic Records is more tapping into like your soul on like a cosmic level. Okay. Um, and because again, like the whole creation of everything is inside of you. It's just remembering. <laughs> I love it. We all go back to that. It's just remembering yeah, where you came from, where you came from and who and, you are and, and how the creation of, of everything in the cosmos and in our solar system, you were a part of that, that creation. And so the Akashic records is going to be more, um, yeah, on like a, a, a deeper, maybe a deeper level, I guess. Well, yeah, because it's like you open the book and it's just like, where do you want to go? Yeah. So I want to talk about, so you, you pulled about three of my past lives. Okay. I want to talk yeah. about the most recent because I have st stuff to tell you that didn't hit me until leaving your house. Okay. Which is, I feel like a lot of these things do, you process it, right? We yeah. take time slowing down. Yeah. to process and, and then all of a sudden and if it may not fully click in that moment it clicks later yeah it usually happens that way for me um if it doesn't if it didn't click in that moment it's something comes out of it later and so i one of the you'd open my records and i'm, I'm in there and like the book it was it was interesting how i visualized it it's like okay now open your book your journal and literally I opened it. It was like these like millions of pages. Just It was like one of those those big, do you remember those Christmas books where you make like the trees and stuff out of, oh, yeah. you cut the books and you open it. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. and it was kind of like that. And I'm, I, and I already feel like I'm an old soul already. I feel like I've lived so many damn lives. Like this is my last time on earth. I'm done, you know? And one of them was my most recent past life. And it, you didn't know like that I went to the end of the book. And so I took that as the most recent mm -hmm. and it was interesting to me because you're like, okay, where are you at? And, and I'm describing to you what I'm seeing and feeling. And I was a little girl and I, and I just felt that that was me and the tire. And now that I've processed, process it more, it was actually more of the seventies. I thought it was like fifties, but now it was like, it came to me. It's like seventies. It was like in the 1970s or something like that, maybe mid 70s, because I could tell like how my dress was and how I had this ribbon in my hair and how like the 70s would wear their hair like that with a ribbon. And I was holding some man's hand and all I could see, I couldn't see a face or anything. I just saw my hand reaching up, holding my hand. We're in a park or like with or a lake nearby or something. We're outside and we're walking. We're going on a walk together. And I had been about like five or six. And then all of a sudden I, I had the feeling that it was my dad and I, I, I wasn't connecting it to necessarily my dad that I have right now, but I just know it was a father figure. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, Hey, where are you going to go now? And then I saw us getting into like this Volkswagen. <laughs> so we got into this Volkswagen and he's like buckling me up and that's, and all these interesting things that are clues of like my age and everything. So it's so interesting how it works. Cause I was like, he helped me buckle in. And I kind of was like, I took it as a booster seat, but I know that they didn't have booster seats back then. But so that helped me take it to my age, like about five or six yeah. buckles me in. And then we're driving. And I remember he's like, we're going to go get ice cream. We're going to go get ice cream. 
And as we're driving, we're going through an intersection and then somebody just like T-bones us. And I die instantly. Yeah. It hits my side. And then I, then I just see, then I'm like out of it, like out of the body. And then I just see my, my father crying because he survived and I had died. And that's really all I kind of saw. And then, and then you were talking to me and then he visited us, which mm-hmm. was really cool. And you shared some things that he had wanted, been meaning to say to me and it just it was really profound. Um, and then after I left your house, cause I was like trying to, I, I just didn't fully process that for some reason. It wasn't fully like processing with me. Okay. This is where it gets really good. <laughs> you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm driving. And then all of a sudden, like I'm driving home, like and there's like what a 30 minute drive from your house to my house. And it just hits me. Like, it's so profound. It's like, this is the reason why. And I've never shared this with anybody because I just, it's never, I never felt compelled to. And I never wondered why I did this. And I don't necessarily feel like I needed to know this, but it was just really cool that I did. Mm -hmm. Every time I go through an intersection, I always feel like I'm going to get hit. Mm. I've never been in a car wreck, okay? And I, I don't know why I feel this. Like, why would I feel this way if I've never been in a car wreck? The only car wrecks I've ever been in was like fender benders. Like I'm backing out and I hit somebody in the parking lot. Yeah. And I always feel like that. And I have my kids in the back and it's always usually when my kids are with me mm. and I always feel like I'm going to get hit. And then all of a sudden it was like, this is why, because it brought up that, that fear. Yeah. The fear. Yeah. And so I had that fear. So I, st- I have this fear of every time I go through an intersection, that I'm going to get hit. And I'm always like trying to like, no, 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 don't put that in the universe. Get it mm. out of my head. Cause I don't want it to happen to me. Yeah. So that was really interesting. And yeah. then I went in, and I'm not going to say the name because he's really well known because people are really going to think I'm crazy then. Um, I'm like, I want to know who this guy was, this, my father, you know. He's someone that I used to work with, that I always had this father-daughter connection with. And he's, he's passed on now. Wow. And I looked him up and everything, and I'm like, he was my dad. It was insane. So I've done other readings where people... Um have had kind of a little opposite, but they've had children in, in their most recent past life. And um, maybe they didn't like who they were as a parent and they were holding on to a lot of pain and guilt. And where I have felt, okay, well, those children are now, they're still on this earth. They're obviously grown mm-hmm. and much older you can say to them what you need to say to help release and almost like that energy cord. And so it's not like if you feel the need to reach out to his family, you should do that, even if it's just writing a letter, if you think it will help you. But I also, in your session, as I told you, like he stepped through and he, it was almost like he also just needed to hear like, you're okay. And he, mm-hmm. for him to fully move on yeah. from, from that life that he was still holding on to for two lives now for yeah. him. And you know, the interest consciously. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he had passed away about two years ago. Okay. He passed away the day after my birthday. Wow. Or it could have been like at the end of my birthday. And I was just like, and I didn't realize that and that clicked. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. It was insane. 
I don't know. It's it's just so interesting to me. This it's just it's bizarre but awesome at the same time. Yeah. And so like I I was really thankful that it, it was a, it was a beautiful pleasant memory and just something cool because I had always had that connection with him and he was like a father like figure. And it, and I would oh gosh, I remember thinking to myself I'm like I no offense my my dad doesn't listen anyways, but I always was like I would love to have you as my dad. Mm. And I'd always say, "Oh my gosh, I would give anything." And he was like one of the most creative people, like just so talented and, and I'm not, not to boast about myself, but I have all these talents like that are just, how the fuck do I do this? Yeah. And, and it's just, this goes for a lot of people. But if I, if I really like just put my mind, I can, I accomplish anything and I've just with ease and he was like that. And so there were so many similarities. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. I'm just like, he totally could have been my dad. That's, and that's like his really love cool. for animals, like everything. It was insane. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was really cool. It was a cool memory. Yeah, that's really, really neat. So thank you for that. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was really, you. it was really cool to experience that and then to connect everything. Cause I feel like we all have these pieces and it's, it's just connecting them. Yeah. And it's just like makes things for more connections and bigger and paints the picture bigger and for, we're able to see things. But yeah. So Danielle, how do people find you? So what do you got? <laughs> where's your, where's your, all your little outsources and stuff? Yeah. Um, Instagram's a really good way. Wellness alignment, um, and wild wellness retreats. We do wellness retreats all around the world. So, um, sailing, we do yoga, sailing, different workshops. Our next one is in Baja, Mexico. And it's the time of the migration of the gray whales. So we're really. I saw that one. I was like, oh my gosh. The whales. Oh, that'd be which, amazing. by the way, whales' frequency that they create is the highest frequency and the most healing frequency <sighs> on planet Earth, which is really cool. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, so that one will be really fun. There's a few spots left for that. And then we do a lot of camping retreats throughout the. United States, um, Joshua tree I have in May. Um, and then I have a women's retreat coming up in March and our big one next October is Bali. So that one. Will oh my gosh. Fun. Maybe I'll join you for that yeah. one. I know I'm going to go on a retreat for you, like with yeah, you for sure. You I just come. haven't decided it's, which one. So it's coming. Bali will be, I'm excited for Bali. We have like this giant tree house okay you sold me on the tree house you did this on purpose didn't you it yes. honestly looks like incredible. damn you I'm so yeah it's it's gonna be really it's gonna be really fun I take a lot of uh pride in, in what I offer at these retreats and and the space that I've created you and create a very beautiful space like for you. me to because I am and I'm, I think this is a Taurus in me but I, I have trust issues like I just don't trust many people and especially when you step into like the spiritual, you yeah. literally, your circle goes like to like yeah. maybe a few five or something. And so I, that's something that I love. Like there's only a handful of people that I love to attend their ceremonies and you're definitely one of them. Oh, thank you. Like I just, I love being your presence. Like the space that you create is so beautiful. And thank you. And I always say, I'm like, I, you know, I learned this a little bit the hard way when I feel like my body was like breaking down, but healers need healing too. Yeah. And it's just like to give, you know, for me to be able to open and receive what you provide is, is just something that it's, it's special to me because I don't trust many people. Oh, thank you so, so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
we're not meant to do this alone. Um, yeah, it's that's why we have community, and mm-hmm. we're not meant to do this alone. We we are capable with with all of our powers, but we're not supposed to do it alone. So yeah. it is finding, yeah, that community, the tribe, the tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My biggest thing is I just want to help remind people of who they are and where they came from and their light and to be able to fully step into that so that you can live a life of authenticity and speaking your truth and joy and just love because when you're able to to be that then you invite everyone else to do the same but mm-hmm. it's it is a journey it is a journey <laughs> enjoy the ride This episode is also brought to you by the Rose Moon. Gift certificates are now available for purchase. Give the gift of healing, another genius gift. Reiki healing, tuning fork healing, tuning fork facials, sound bath ceremonies, the list goes on. Local retreats. Give a unique gift this season. The Rose Moon gift cards. Call or text at 801-362-6670. Again, that's 801-362-6670. Namaste.